0: This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the all-new Stealth Driver with a red carbon face for better energy transfer and more ball speed. Welcome to the Carbon Age. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully.
1: Oh, good morning, Canada, Toronto, Whether you're listening on TSN 1050, iHeartRadio, tsn.ca, hello to our listeners out in Edmonton. Ciao to everyone. We took one week off, Adam, and I mean, we don't have a queen, we have a king, Uh, we almost had a fist fight on a putting green. Uh, I mean, we've got a player of the year that's been handed out. We're kicking off a new PGA Tour season. Golf Talk Canada, we just can't even take a week off.
2: Can't even take a week off here. And, you know, today
1: in the GTA,
2: it kind of feels like fall. We're, we're getting some rain that we sort of desperately need, I guess, for some of the golf courses here, given how dry it has been. But, yeah, there's never any, any rest for, for news. We saw a lot of news over the last week. Now, about that fist, that fist fight, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Would, would you call that drama? Would you call that? I, I couldn't really tell how much they were Poulter and Billy Horschel were actually disagreeing. I mean, we, we saw some hands sort of getting close to the other, but I I don't think they were actually. Uh, You kind of
1: want to have it mic'd, don't you? Wouldn't you love to have the mic for that one? And it was a weird week and we're going to get into Poulter's week a little bit in winners, weird and what later on, but it was a bizarre week at the BMW championship. We will get into that. There's a lot to get to speak. Speaking of weeks off. Uh Weeksy on vacation. Bob's on holiday, so he's overseas enjoying himself, taking some time off. So Weeksy won't be with us until uh we talk a little President's Cup in a week's time. Uh Adam and I, Adam and I, though, we have a lot of cup talk because President's Cup teams, they were named. We have captain selections. We'll get into that later in the show. It is the Fortinet cup the final week on pga tour canada we're going to talk a lot of pga tour canada today scott pritchard will be by he is executive director of pga tour canada as we wrap it up down in kitchener at deer ridge later on uh, this week uh, top five will be handed out and speaking of the top five noah goodwin went one-on-one with scully we'll have a, a chat with noah goodwin uh, Jake Knapp, who leads the way, will join us live in hour two. The top five all important here, because if you finish first in the race to the Fortnite Cup, if you win the whole thing, you have full status on the Corn Ferry Tour. You also have an invite to the RBC Canadian Open in Oakdale next year on the PGA Tour. Uh, spots two through five uh, also get status on the Corn Ferry Tour. Plus, there's obviously bonus money here to play for. It is a big week if you are trying to take your your next step in your PGA Tour career on PGA Tour Canada. We're going to do Winners Weird and What. we got lots to get to, including Taylor Penderith one-on-one with Bob Weeks as Taylor Pendrith was named to the international team for the President's Cup. But first, let's hit. Some news and headlines.
0: News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger, everybody knows one.
1: Adam, a real strange week, an awkward vibe at the BMW Championship. Now, for those who are unfamiliar with the BMW Championship, this is the marquee event on the DP World Tour, the European Tour. This is uh, their Uh, version of the players championship or their equivalent to the players championship. It is, it is the largest purse for a single event uh, outside of their race to Dubai. It is the strongest field. And I think the top three names on this leaderboard, I, I think identify how strong this field is. Adam, it is Shane Lowry. It is one for the good guys. Everybody loves Shane Lowry at 17 under par. A one-shot win over Rory McIlroy and John Robb. And I think it's the DP Tours kind of version of what we were experiencing at the RBC Canadian Open, at some majors this year where, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the talk is about the awkwardness and live players being on site and how, how are live players going to, you know, assimilate back into this event and play with the rest of these tours. But by the time we got to Sunday, it was about the names on the leaderboard and the quality of of the golf.
2: It certainly was. And talk about quality of golf. I mean, John Rahm went on a ball striking clinic to shoot, to break 30 with a bogey on your card on, on a nine hole stretch of golf was unbelievable. You mentioned the, the live players, and going there potentially for world ranking points, very likely trying to get some. Taylor Gooch had a very good week on the golf course, and I know it It was only a 54-hole tournament. Obviously, other circumstances resulted in that. But Taylor Gooch did get the world ranking points he was looking for. Went from 46th in the world to 35th in the world after his fourth place finish so it's a very strong week for him but overall the strength of field was great Rory McIlroy another great chance to win I mean this guy has just had a year to remember you know top four or top tens in all four majors obviously didn't get it done especially at 150th open but I mean Shane Lowry too a great victory the strength of field here was unbelievable and a great guy won in the end
1: and some decent showings actually from Reed and Gooch and you know (laughs) We say it almost in that tone of surprise, Adam, because you wonder you wonder where their games are at coming out of the live event in Boston. And we're still trying to get, I guess, comfortable or familiar with how competitive this is going to be. And for some guys who have a desire to, I guess, keep their game in a certain spot, maybe, you know, the Taylor Gooches of the world, um, because of where they are in their career are are going to continue to work hard and try to keep their game at a certain level and and hope they can find their way into majors and and d p world uh, and d p world tour events and then there's going to be that group on that tour that you know took the money and doesn't care if they shoot eighty and will and as brooks Kepka uh said two years ago, well before live was even a, a thought or a reality. If you see me playing, if if you see me on TV playing golf, that's when I touch a golf club. In other words, I don't play, I don't practice, I, I just don't like golf. And and when I'm away from a tournament, I'm not there. Were you surprised at the energy, I should, for lack of a better term, around this event? And let and let me summarize this for you. Billy Horschel aggressive comments uh, before the tournament started about players that. You know, are there that wouldn't be there before live that all of a sudden are there playing in a DP World Tour event that never played the European Tour? Uh, Patrick Reed shooting back, Poulter shooting back, Rom also with suggestions like, you know, what's a Taylor Gooch doing here? Basically, in so many words, you know, I didn't see him on on the DP World Tour before this uh, kind of drama started. Were you surprised at how aggressive the comments were were and how open and how back and forth they were seemed to be going at one another?
2: I don't not really. I, I think I mean these players are, you know, like the, the guys who have gone over to live and you know, the back and forth, it's definitely I mean, like they're ticked off at these guys for sure. And even like with the lawsuit coming out and all, all that sort of thing. I, I wasn't surprised to see the, the cattiness, I, I guess, if you will, of the guys going back and forth. And, you know, Rory was quoted after the FedEx Cup after he won for the third time, you know, winning a cool $18 million, just going to say that too, talking about how how awkward it was going to be seeing some of those guys. And, you know, even Shane Lowry, who obviously won this tournament, was quoted before the week. And he's known as one of the nicer guys on tour, but he was even saying, you know, I, I'm not even going to shake some of these players' hands. So I I wasn't surprised to see the, the awkwardness, the cattiness. I mean, a lot of people perhaps let's see maybe a PGA tour versus live event at some point. I mean, that would certainly be must-see TV, get get your popcorn ready. I know we'd be on location for that for sure. It would just be, it'd be (laughs) must-see TV, not only for on the golf course, but off the golf course, you'd have guys just beaking back and forth for, for four consecutive days. So I, I wasn't surprised to see all of, uh, the the disagreements or the awkwardness between these guys, and I mean, in the end, a very good player won. But I, you have to give kudos to these Lyft players who who came out, like you mentioned, Reed and Gucci, who had pretty good weeks on the golf course.
1: And, and just to put a bow on this, uh, before we move on, because there are there are th- uh, other big news that we we need to get to. There is additional news. I again, it, it, from an ethics moral, that's that's different for everybody. You know where the money's coming from. How you look at these players, you know, uh, the difference between working with a government, working for a government. I mean, we could go on this forever. Let's park that and put that aside because everybody's appetite and attitude towards that is different. And at the end of the day, these guys are professional golfers and they go, they're out there playing for money. Most of them, not legacy. Only, only a handful, like obviously a Hideki Matsuyama, a Tiger Woods, a Rory McIlroy. They're a special breed. All that being said... I think most of these guys are upset, not that the fact that these guys left to go play live and take the money, it's the lawsuit, it's the coming back, it's the cake and eat it too is the problem, I think, for most of these guys like Shane Lowry. It's like, hold on, you left, good luck to you, congratulations, you've changed you know, the financial future of your family for generations to come, okay, great stay over there now i think that's really the problem here the rest of it has been parked to the side we've moved on from that would you not agree adam
2: totally agree and it was that's even we had this exact same conversation on radio on tv uh, two weeks ago i guess now would have been where you know you made this exact same point if you go to live Good for you. Congratulations. But don't try to come back and have your cake and eat it too. And even, you know, Justin Thomas was quoted early on as saying, you know, for these live players who have gone over who are, trying to, who are attempting to sue, they're, they're not only suing the PGA Tour, they're, they're suing me. They're suing Rory McIlroy. They're suing Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, that these guys are going over and taking this exorbitant amount of money and saying that they're trying to play less golf, but what are they doing? Going from Boston, overseas, now back to Chicago, and back to back to back weeks? I mean, you're playing more golf in the end. Totally.
1: Completely. So, uh, this story is going to continue uh, throughout the winter. Uh, let's keep in mind that the lawsuit between the DP World Tour and the Live Players... Uh, that doesn't get heard until February uh, on, on whether the DP World Tour has the ability to ban these players the way the PGA Tour did. So this is going to continue throughout the winter uh, as we crescendo at that lawsuit. Uh, Player of the Year, Scotty Scheffler awarded. No surprise there, Adam. Obviously, Rory McElroy and Cam Smith in the running. I think we all knew it was not going to be Cam Smith after he's departed for live. But even if Cam Smith did not depart for live, Uh, He had an amazing season, as did Rory McIlroy. I think there's no argument that the player of the year was Scottie Scheffler.
2: Yeah, no argument there. And obviously, Scheffler had that unbelievable Tiger esque run, if you will, early in the season, the four wins in what 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 it was, 42 days, I believe, to really go up to world number one. And, you know, this time last year, Scotty Scheffler was without a doubt the 12th man on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. And now he's going to be the leader on the U.S. President's Cup team. This was a remarkable season, a number of runner up finishes, two top tens. This guy played a lot of great golf. It would have made a lot of sense for him to go on and win the FedEx Cup, but. You know, he, he is a well-deserving winner of the PGA Tour Player of the Year, Rory McIlroy. Also, obviously, like we just mentioned, had a great year. But Scotty Scheffler goes out, has this breakout season, world number one. And he'll be a favorite at all, all four majors coming up next season.
1: I don't know if you saw the stat on Rory, and I don't have it in front of me. But off the top of my head, it was roughly along this. And we should mention that Rory McIlroy uh, uh, won the scoring average title on the PGA Tour, the lowest scoring average for the season. But... Up until the, I believe it was the PGA Championship, somewhere around the PGA Championship, Rory McIlroy was outside uh, 180, it was like 200th on the PGA Tour uh, inside 125 yards with his wedge play, from 50 yards to 125 yards. Since the PGA Championship, first on the PGA Tour, and you and I have talked extensively on how he needs to get better with those wedges, and if he did, look out and look at Rory's second half, RBC Canadian Open, FedEx Cup. He played some brilliant golf. Uh, Herb Kohler passed away. We should mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, a real pioneer in the world of golf, 83 years old, uh, owner and developer of Whistling Straits, Black Wolf Run, You know the America's Club in Wisconsin, which hosted PGA Championship events, uh, as well as Ryder Cups. He's an owner of course hotel off the 18th hole at uh, St. Andrews. So... The Kohler family's connection to the game of golf is quite deep. Uh, President's Cup teams were named and nominated. Uh, we've got all the teams rounded out. We're going to talk about it in hour two. Taylor Penrith, part of that international team, surprised. I think Adam, probably a little surprised, too, that it was just one Canadian added. We'll save that conversation for the second hour. But on the other side... Bob had the opportunity to go one-on-one with Taylor Penrith immediately following the announcement that he was chosen to the international team. We'll pick up that conversation and run it for you on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade. TaylorMade and the all-new Stealth Driver with a red carbon face for better energy transfer and more ball speed. Welcome to the Carbon Age. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to find affordable, qualified caddies to any round. Visit caddytime.com. Download the app or talk to your PGA professional today
1: welcome back to golf talk canada it is Zacchino. it is scully weeks he is on vacation and i hope he's having a wonderful time i'm jealous he's in two of my favorite cities in the world but well deserved for bob before he left however though you know bob always got always efforting last minute and taylor penrith announced as a member of trevor immelman's international team for the president's cup which will happen next week in quail hollow uh, down in uh, charlotte north carolina so everybody looking forward to that president's cup bob had the opportunity to go one-on-one with taylor Pendereth immediately following the announcement
3: well here's taylor panderth the newest or one of the newest members i guess of the international team and uh congratulations first off and and it's got to be kind of a um i don't want to say whirlwind but it's a, a big achievement for a rookie to make this team isn't it
4: Totally. Yeah, I know it's, it's been a whirlwind for sure. Uh, you nailed it. It's been a interesting rookie year. Um, obviously I've played some nice golf the last two months, um, but to have a big break, um, for injury, uh, wasn't ideal, but, um, to get the call from Trevor, um, is a, is a real honor um, to be a part of the president's cup team. Um, the international team, it's, it's amazing. I, it's, uh, kind of, tops off the season. Um, really looking forward to, uh, to bring my best stuff there and, and uh, helping the team battle.
3: Uh, okay. So now that the cat's out of the bag, we know you're on the team. Tell us what it was like kind of going through, because I think at one point I talked to you and you guys said you were trading texts, but sort of how, how much in advance did, you know, and when did the, the kind of the calls start to come in where you thought mm, maybe I have a chance?
4: Uh Trevor texted me on Sunday after the BMW, um, and, um, had a good week there. Um, yeah. and he, yeah, just said, nice year, nice playing way to, you know, way to come back from injury and, and battle. And I said, thanks very much. And, um, he called me on Tuesday morning, um, actually right before I spoke with you, <laughs> <laughs> And told me, so I had to play it off a little bit cause I was not able to tell anybody about it until obviously today. So, um, uh, but yeah, no, it was a really cool phone call. It, it caught me by surprise a little bit. Um, you know, I thought I was in consideration, but didn't necessarily think I was going to get picked. Um, but yeah, it's uh it was really cool, really f- cool phone call. And, um, like I said, I, I'm really looking forward to the week and, uh, mm-hmm hopefully be ready to go. And uh, we got a big task at hand, but um, got a nice squad. And I think everybody is, is ready to go. Okay. We'll get into that, uh, that task you have in just a minute here, but uh, the format, what,
3: what do you like? What do you like to play? Um, And, and do you have Trevor said today that, that there's no guarantee that you and Corey will automatically play together because you are, uh, Canadians, but do you have any idea of what format you might play and any ideas of who you might play with? You don't have to tell me any names, but do you kind of have a sense of what's going on?
4: Um, yeah, we've, uh, they have some some stats guys who have kind of paired people up based on um, how the golf course plays and, um, you know, what what strengths certain players have um, that can go well together. Um, but yeah, I think, I think me and Corey's game, uh, would match pretty nicely for alternate shot. Um, you know, I drive it well. His iron play is amazing. Um, so who knows? You you could see that as a, as a pairing. I would love that. I think Corey would enjoy it. Canada would enjoy it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the team and, um, whatever the captain thinks is best for the team we will do. And, um, if I don't get to play with him, then um, that's fine with me. Uh, if we do get to play together, then, uh, it'd be really cool. And, um, we'll see what happens.
3: You, you guys were up at Quail Hollow recently and, uh, what kind of a vibe did you get from the guys who were there and, and what you'll come bring to to the table, all of you as a, as a team.
4: Yeah, it was, it was really cool. uh, A couple of days to be there. And, um, you know, I hadn't met some of the guys before. Um, so just to meet them and, and try and get familiar with them and comfortable, um, talk strategy, talk about potential pairings, um, see the golf course, see what it's like, what it's going to feel like, try and, um, you know, imagine, imagine the crowds and what kind of shots you're going to be hitting. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the golf course is amazing. It's, uh, I think it's going to be a great venue for it. Um, and I think all the guys on the team are super pumped to be there. Um, everybody knows that on paper, we're severe underdogs, um, but we're ready to go. And um, it'll be the first time for a lot of us. Um, so we're, we're super excited and hopefully bring some good stuff and um, get some points and, and keep it exciting and have a chance on Sunday to, uh, to win the cup.
3: Uh, it's fair to say that you've probably never played in front of a crowd like your face at uh, at quail hollow, maybe sort of on a smaller scale, maybe something collegiately or whatever, but what have they, the, the guys who've been there before told you about the crowd? And of course, you're, you're going into the other guy's ballpark as it were. Uh, and what have they told you about how to handle it? Anything?
4: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Trevor and and Adam Scott as well. He's obviously, this will be his 10th one. So he, has some, well, and Mike Weir, um, everybody, KJ, Choi, Camilo, everybody is, is kind of preparing us for what it's going to be like and, and trying to, you know, feel what it's going to be like. And, and um, it's going to be wild. Yeah. It's uh, obviously in Charlotte. um, I would say 99% of the fans are going to be rooting for the U S. So what that's going to feel like. um, But you know, we're, we're there, um, we're going to give it our best and we're going to try and make it a real good competition. And, you know, we've, we'll have family and friends cheering us on. they will be a little less loud, I would say than the the USA chance, but, um, it'll be a cool atmosphere. You know, the, the first tee, uh, was built when we were there and all the grandstands around the course are are awesome. It's going to be, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, but yeah, it'll be, very pro USA, but we knew that and, um, we're ready for it. Uh, the Americans have won eight in a row and, uh, that's a big task
3: for you. Um, and it's obviously a pretty strong team. I mean, they don't have quite the lineup they had last uh, time out of the Ryder cup when they, when they won, but they will still be pretty formidable. What, uh, what can you guys do or what do you have to do and believe in yourselves in, uh, to make it happen?
4: I think we've got to get off to a good start. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a long week and obviously there's different formats. Um, I think if we can get off to a good start and get, get a couple points the first day, um, you know, I think that would be, that would be kind of set the tone and kind of, I guess, prove to them that it's not going to be a cakewalk, uh, like everybody's saying. And, um, but I think, uh, yeah, I think we got to drive it well. We got to manage our emotions well. We got to make some putts. Um, and I think if we can do that, um, it should be fun.
3: Well, there's, uh, there's nothing better than kicking a little American butt,
4: is there? That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations again and best of luck and we'll see you in Charlotte. Okay, Bob. Looking forward to it. Thanks.
1: Bob Weeks with, uh, Taylor Pendereth named to the international team, Quail Hollow next week. Uh, interesting there, Adam. One shocked if he doesn't play with Corey Connors. I know he said, you know, we'll see. Shocked that he had to sit on this news for uh, 10 days. That would be very hard to do. And shocked that there wasn't more Canadians out of this team. We'll get into that in an hour or two. But uh, good on Taylor. Great year, uh, especially since his return to golf. Pretty much almost impossible to finish outside the top 15. He almost won in Detroit. It was uh, quite the bounce-back season uh, for Taylor Penrith.
2: Yeah, quite the bounce back season, quite the breakout season I guess if you will too yeah. for to finish in the top 13 and 5 of his last 6 starts. Uh, after coming back from that break and you know like you mentioned too having to sit on that news I'm not sure Mark how you how good you are at keeping secrets I'm very hit and miss depending on what the secret (laughs) is but Taylor Pendrith had to keep this secret for secret for so long so kudos to him for not blowing that with anyone or telling any of his buddies or having any of his buddies tell any of his other buddies or family friends etc so congratulations to Taylor Pendrith and yeah I really hope we see Corey Connors and Pendrith team up at the President's Cup
1: well, will be next week. Looking forward to it. Quail Hollow, one of the best venues for championship golf in America. Just a fantastic golf course. We'll all be looking forward to that. And then let's not forget, the next time it comes around, Canada will host it when it's the internationals' team turn in 2024. Royal Montreal for the following President's Cup. On the other side, we'll continue Cup Talk. Fortinet Cup Executive Director of PGA Tour Canada, Scott Pritchard, joins us. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to add affordable, qualified caddies to any round. Visit caddytime.com. Download the app or talk to your PGA professional today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories.
1: Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, and we're going to continue the Cup Talk. It is the Fortnite Cup wrapping up the race, PGA Tour Canada down in Kitchener. And of course, Noah Goodwin going to join us as well as Jake Knapp later on in the show. As they are chasing Corn ferry Tour status, as well as a berth in the RBC Canadian Open, as well as some bonus dough and the title as the man on PGA Tour Canada. The man who makes it all happen joins us now, Executive Director of PGA Tour Canada, Scott Pritchard. Scotty, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Good Scott. Before we get into it, uh, you know, I gotta let our listeners know and I gotta let Adam know you and I members at the same golf club. We had a pleasure of playing nine holes together and we oh. need to get Scott Pretchard and Adam Scully together for a bomb making session. Uh, we played <laughs> in the opening hole, Adam, last week at the Toronto Hunt Club. Scotty, 50 yards over the green on oh. one at the Toronto Hunt. It was obscene. I think the two of you, I could just sit back with some popcorn. And my sore back and watch all. you two guys hit driver. What do you, what do you think, Scotty? <laughs>
5: I'm up for it. Anytime.
1: <laughs> all right, before we get into it and the season and the finale, last week, PG Tour Canada, for the first time south of the border in Minnesota, how was it re- received by the American golf fans?
5: It was awesome. Um, that event has been two and a half years in the making, and, and they were so excited to have us. We have a great partner with Cregan's Golf Resort in Brainerd, Minnesota, and our title sponsor there, CRMC, was so pleased with the event, and, and the players loved it. Um, the golf course itself has actually undergone a pretty extensive renovation with Tom Lehman. Uh, came in and and it was an existing 36-hole golf course and he he came in and and just basically blew it up and and rerouted it and added, uh, it's 54 holes now and the players absolutely loved it. It it was a bit unfortunate in that when we arrived there on Monday, the course was firm and fast and then on Tuesday, there was a huge thunderstorm that came through and and just soaked the golf course. So it it didn't play uh, as difficult as we thought it would starting out the week. I think 20 Uh, two under one. Um, but you know, had you talked to players earlier in the week, they would have said, you know, 10 under would, would win. So, uh, but overall it was, it was a really great event. The players loved it. We loved it and and we have a long term partnership there. So we're excited to head back there next year.
2: That's awesome. You're heading back there next year. Now, Scotty, last time we had you on the show, I believe it was you and me together at the RBC Mm -hmm. Canadian Open on our set there on the wrinkle. Hard to believe now that's been two months and summer's just about over. But that was just before the PGA Tour Canada season officially got underway. Now we've played a number of events, the big ones coming up this week. But overall, how would you assess how the season has gone thus far?
5: It's been a great year. Um, you know, our, we have the good fortune of, of playing coast-to-coast coast in, in Canada. We start our year out in Victoria. We play as far east as Prince Edward Island and, and everywhere in between. And the competition level has been amazing. Uh, you know, Will Bateman is, is our Canadian in the top five. He's number two currently on the Fortinet Cup points list is I think he's had the, the lead in the Fortnite Cup uh, list for three weeks. And other than that, it's it's flipped between Jake Knapp and and Noah Goodwin and some other players So, it, and Scott Stevens. So it's been a really compelling season from a competition perspective. Uh, our events continue to make a significant impact positively in the communities where we play, uh, raising money for various charities, which – uh, last week in Kelowna, the the tournament hit a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar charitable mark in terms of giving uh, since that tournament is is, is existed. Um, so overall, it's it's been a great year, and and we're certainly excited for the Fortinet Cup Championship uh, here at Deer Ridge.
1: Yeah, before we get to the finale, Scotty, just uh, just to go back a bit, considering the challenges and what you've had to do, and hats off to you and your team because. You know, a lot of people were thrown curveballs during the pandemic. You know, and we saw the return to golf with the PGA Tour when they showed up at uh, Colonial, I believe, off the top of my head, back in 2020. And the PGA Tour, obviously, uh, from HQ down in Sawgrass, you know, they've got huge TV deals. They've got 90% of the membership living in the U.S. I'm throwing out a number, but you guys know what I'm saying. They weren't dealing with the border issues and whatnot that that a PGA Tour Canada uh, was dealing with. The fact that you've been able to... Uh, keep players playing with a can- canadian only tour and and then and then the tour you had running south of the border in the meantime. keep the tour healthy. keep sponsors in on board. A hats off to you and congratulations and then b to come back in full flight and have the best season you've ever had this year after all of that is quite the quite the triumph. How much of it for you is celebration? versus relief i've got to think at some point this was just like a giant exhale like wow we did it we survived and 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 we're actually stronger a lot of it must be uh, a a bit of an exhale for you as well
5: yeah definitely i mean you know you guys both know me pretty well i'm not one to necessarily you know let the pedal give on the pedal you know it's always pretty much going full force trying to to keep things moving in the right direction. And I give a lot of credit to our tournaments across Canada. I mean, there's, there's been tournaments that haven't played uh, in, in two years and have come back even stronger than, than they were pr- prior to the pandemic. And a good example of that is our event in Winnipeg. Um, you know, the, we, ha- we hadn't played it, like I said, for two years. And in that event raised over a hundred thousand dollars for the true North youth foundation, which is the the charity of the, the Winnipeg jets. and, Uh, smashed their revenue uh, goals Uh, played obviously at southwood a great golf course so uh you know our team definitely hung in there and in our tournaments uh have done a an amazing job it's you know we we have our core staff uh that work for the pga tour but then we have by extension our events like i mentioned earlier from coast to coast so you know, definitely a relief to get it back on track. We 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 certainly have um, reclaimed the interest in the tour, uh, both from a player perspective as well as in the communities where we play. And thanks to partnerships with with you and and TSN on a broader uh, level, we're we're able to to you know run ads on on during SportsCenter on TSN. And the number of people that have come up to me this year and said, "Hey, I saw your ad on TSN." You know, that, that feels great. You know, you want to, our whole goal is we're trying to raise awareness for this tour. You know, not only how great the players are, but like I mentioned, how great our events are. And, and I know we're going to get to, Deer Ridge, but, you know, I'm really excited about Deer Ridge from a golf course perspective, but also just in terms of the engagement from that community. Um, I think we've all seen the, the history there with when we ran, uh, the, it was a nationwide tour at the time, but the CPJ Championship when, uh John Mills won in two thousand five. you know great crowds at Whistlebear, and then obviously the ladies played there uh with the Manulife event in, in great crowds so uh we're we're anticipating some significant crowds this week uh, again in in Kitchener.
2: And it's going to be a huge week in Kitchener. It all comes down to this, the Fortinet Cup Championship at Deer Ridge. A, how are preparations going with the tournament just a couple of days away? And what's on the line for these players who are in the field this week?
5: Yeah, so we've been working with Deer Ridge now. We were we were going to play actually in 2020 at Deer Ridge, and and obviously that didn't happen. So we've been working with Deer Ridge for a couple of years now. Jason Winter, the, the superintendent, has done an amazing job. For anyone that's had the good fortune to, to play Deer Ridge knows that it's a great layout, and the conditioning is top-notch. Uh, the rain today, hopefully by, you know, come Sunday won't have an impact, but, uh, uh, you know, the course is, Playing very firm, very fast, a little bit of rough, good green speed. So overall, you know, it's going to be an amazing test uh, for these players. And our group on the ground, Tim Garbett and Leslie Gallagher in Kitchener, have done an amazing job at not only engaging with the, the members of Deer Ridge, but uh, the corporate community. We have a ton of volunteers that have stepped up to to help us run the event. So you know, really excited about it. The players side, they're pumped for it. As you mentioned off the top, the number one player, which is currently Jake Knapp, uh, will earn full status on the Corn Ferry Tour next year. Uh Players two through five will earn conditional status, which will get them a few starts to begin the season on the Corn Ferry Tour. And then our players six through ten will get into the final stage of Corn Ferry Tour Q School and essentially play for position. So Lots on the line from a player benefit perspective and then you throw in the hundred thousand dollar bonus pool uh for the players. The top player will take an extra twenty five thousand dollars home uh for the Fortinet Cup. And then the winner of the actual tournament will earn just over forty thousand dollars uh for the Fortinet Cup championship. So so tons on the line and it and it should be very compelling and, and I'm sure it'll come down to the wire on Sunday.
1: Yeah, if you're listening to us uh, anywhere down that way, Western Ontario, it's the top 60 of the year chasing the Fortinet Cup. As Scott outlined, you're looking at Corn Ferry Tour status. You're looking at a bonus pool. The purse itself has increased to 225000 alone. And an invitation to the RBC Canadian Open for the winner. And our own Will Bateman, Canada's own, only 40 points off the pace as it all comes to a head. And uh, Noah Goodwin going to join us on the other side And Jake Knapp, the leader, going to join us in hour two. Scott, congratulations. We should also let our listeners know that we've already got the green light from our friends here at TSN as the partnership will continue on going throughout 2023 that will be on location next year with Golf Talk Canada TV for the Fortnite Cup final. So we're looking forward to that, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing how this unfolds. Congratulations, Scott, on an amazing year again, as always. The finale is going to be awesome. A hats off to you and the team, and thanks for taking the time to join Adam and I.
5: Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. appreciate your support. And, Skelly, um, I'll be waiting for you after the season's done. (laughs)
1: I'll be be doing my
2: push-ups. I'll be getting ready for you, Scotty. I'm ready. Okay, (laughs) Later, Scott.
1: (laughs) All right, Scott Pritchard, Executive Director, PGA Tour Canada. On the other side, Noah Goodwin is tied for second. 40 points off the pace of Jake Knapp looking to improve that spot. Chase down Jake and see if he can grab the Fortnite Cup Championship. Adam went one-on-one with Noah. We'll hear from them next. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada. Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by PlayGolf Myrtle Beach no destination in the world can match myrtle beach's volume of golf quality and value come discover why myrtle beach is the golf capital of the world
1: welcome back to golf talk canada Zakino and Scully with you well adam had a chance to talk with noah goodwin noah goodwin has had quite the season PGA Tour Canada, currently in a tie for second with Will Bateman only 40 points off the lead of Jake Knapp. The season on PGA Tour Canada, the Fortnite Cup Championship, is at Deer Ridge this week down in Kitchener. He's trying to chase down Jake Knapp and get that status on the Corn Ferry Tour and get that exemption to the RBC Canadian Open. And all that bonus, though, Adam had a chance to go one-on-one with Noah Goodwin.
2: Okay, Noah Goodwin now joins us once again. And Noah, last time we had you on after you won the Ontario Open, we said, maybe we'll talk to you again later in the year if you win again. And look at that, you've won again. It all kind of worked out, didn't it? It sure did. Now, two-time winner on PGA Tour Canada this season after your victory at the Golf BC Championship. How does that sound to you, two-time winner this season?
6: Man, it's a crazy feeling. It, It took a little bit to sink in, but... Being home this week, having a nice little week off to kind of rest and recover and get ready for the Tour Championship next week has definitely been it's been a nice way to kind of celebrate it.
2: And we'll get to the Tour Championship momentarily, but first, let's go back to the week in BC. Take us through what happened. What went right for you? Man,
6: it was just a great week. Um, I had my best friend up there catting for me, and I was telling him as soon as we got there, I was like, man, just the views here are incredible the vibes are great and we were just loving the vibes all week. We we're having a great time. Um, course set up great for me. Um, it was a very just positioned golf course and I kind of figured out pretty quickly where to place my shots here and there. And it was different in a lot of ways than my went from Ontario. I mean, Ontario, I won by seven. It was the stars aligning kind of week. Um, you don't get very many of those. So this one was definitely different. It was a lot grittier. Um, came down to the very last hole the very last shot so this one there was a lot felt like a lot more that went into it in some ways it wasn't so much just picturesque like it was a grind out there but it was a lot of fun
2: you mentioned the win in Ontario and how these were two totally different wins Hmm. what kind of lessons did you take from that first victory in Ontario that you were able to apply (laughs) this time around in a much different kind of scenario
6: yeah, I mean, Ontario kind of came for me in a time. Mentally, I felt like I needed it. Um, my game had just been on the verge for so many weeks, and I knew I could break through. I knew it was there. I just knew I had to trust myself a little bit more than I was. And it came, and it kind of just told me everything I needed to know. Last week was more of I felt like my game was still good and everything, and it was just it was a dogfight out there. I just... I was able to just kind of keep putting the pedal down. So I keep using the word gritty, but that's the best way I can honestly describe it. It was, I didn't feel like I had my best the entire week, but I was still very, very good. And I just kept giving myself birdies and I just kept giving myself looks and just kind of rolled with the punches the entire week.
2: Now, after the victory, I believe I asked you this last time too, but this time around, what kind of texts did you get from friends and family?
6: Oh, it was awesome. Um, I had my best friend there, so he was kind of able to experience a lot of it as well. Um, we actually had an crazy day of travel. Um, we left straight from the tournament to go hop on a flight out of Kelowna um, to Vancouver. Then we flew that night from Vancouver to Chicago, getting in at like five in the morning and then from Chicago to Dallas On the way, my best friend, my caddy lost his phone in one of the airports and my clubs were lost. I didn't get my clubs back until yesterday, Thursday, actually. So I didn't I wasn't replying to too many texts. We had a lot of stuff on our plate for that (laughs) those 12 hours. But once I was back home and everything, it was nice to just be able to go through them all and reply
2: and take my time with it. Okay. Well, good thing the clubs are back for you now because uh, coming up very shortly is the Fortinet cup championship coming up in Kitchener. What's your excitement level for that? Now that you have your own sticks back in your bag. Exactly.
6: No, I'm pumped for it. I mean, it's been a great season up in Canada so far. Um, pro golf has been everything I've dreamed of. Um, so for just next week, be able to go to this tour championship and everything. I know they're putting up, going to put on a great event for us, just like they have the entire year. So excited to go out just one more week, see what I can do with it. I mean, everybody there, we're all pushing for the same thing. We're trying to get that corn card locked up for next year. So one more week to kind of go out there, all the work I've been putting in, try to showcase it a little bit, and then we get a few weeks off and, Nice little off season and it's been a grind this summer. It's been a lot of travel. Um, Just since I just turned pro, I haven't been used to just this much of on the road, but it's been incredible in so many ways, but at the same time, just ready to get going next week, ready for the season to kind of wrap up and just one last, one last little push.
2: Well, that one last little push is a big one because you're starting tied for second in the mm-hmm. Net Cup standings. We know what's on the line. You mentioned the Corn Ferry Tour. Now, how challenging do you think it'll be to focus on just playing golf next week and letting everything else take care of itself?
6: I mean, I won't lie to you, it won't be easy. Um, it's always going to be on the back of my mind. It's going to be on anybody's mind who's in a similar position that I am. Um, it's just a part of it though. I mean, it's what we, it's what we agreed to when we signed up to play this pro sport. There's never going to be a time when there isn't something at stake or there, the stakes aren't high or anything like that. But at the same time, it's what we love. It's what all of us have dreamed about for so long. So while it's on, it's going to be in my mind the entire time, you just got to kind of understand that and accept it and just focus on what you exactly can control in that moment.
2: Well, it's a huge week coming up, and we mentioned this earlier. The last time we had you on, we said maybe we'll talk to you again later in the year if you get another victory. Noah, if you get another win next week, maybe we'll have you on for a third time this season. Thanks for joining us, and all the best at the Fortnite Cup Championship.
6: Thank you for having me, sir. I hope to talk to you again soon.
1: There you have it, Adam with Noah Goodwin. Golf Talk Canada equals good luck. That's all mm-hmm. I can say from that, Adam. That's, that's obviously like the connector there for sure. <laughs> uh, again, what Adam was suggesting, top three uh, get exemptions, RBC Canadian Open. Uh, top five, uh, status, Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, first place, uh, well, there's bonus money throughout, but big first place bonus. And we should mention Will Bateman, uh, again, Canada's own, Uh, In a tie with Noah, 40 points off Jake Knapp's lead. But he's one of nine Canadians in the field that made it to the top 60 to Deer Ridge uh, for the Fortnite Cup championship. Okay, Uh, we're going to switch gears. We will connect with Jake Knapp in hour two, who is the man leading the way. But on the other side, to kick off hour two of Golf Talk Canada, we need to talk a little uh, President's Cup, as we have two uh Canadians on the international team Corey Connors, who qualified, and Taylor Penrith, who was just selected. Adam and I, I think, both a little surprised that we don't have three Canadians on that team. I was pushing for four, but apparently Trevor Immelman was not listening to Golf Talk Canada. Will that be a mistake? It po- could possibly be a mistake. We'll get into that as well as the American team is also selected. Uh, their squad, Captain Love, has his team laid out, and and really, Adam, before you know, before we throw it a break, U.S. team barely affected by Live uh, Golf, whereas the international team, I mean, dramatically affected by the Live Golf series.
2: Oh, I mean, the U.S. team was barely touched, like you mentioned. I mean, some guys would have maybe, probably been on the team, a you know, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, perhaps. I mean, maybe Brooks, a Kapka- DJ. Uh, yeah. Dustin Johnson for for sure. I yeah, mean, I don't given... think
1: Kepka would have. You know, Kepka the way he was going wasn't going to qualify. And mm-hmm. hard to make an argument that he would have been picked over any of the guys that were selected.
2: Yeah, and and Bryson DeChambeau. I mean. I... If I was the captain and he was eligible, I probably would have selected him, given the the possibility of, you know, as a partner, just hitting it an exorbitant amount, uh, amount off some tees and having, you know, flip wedges into long par fours or long par fives like we saw at the Ryder Cup. But other than that, not really.
1: So we will uh, take a look. And I'm with you. I mean... Uh, of course, we didn't even bring up Patrick Reed, So, uh, but that international team uh, looks very different. We will jump into it. On the other side, Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC, presented by TaylorMade, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully.
1: Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zucchino, Scully, as we kick off Hour 2 here. Weeksy not with us on holiday. He's going to Paris in London. So, yeah. love those two cities. You ever been I'll, to uh, London or Paris, Gus? It's on the bucket list for sure. And I know
2: we'll get to this a little later in the show. For me, I'm going on a bucket list golf trip on Thursday. Yes. I'm super, 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 I'm super I'm excited, excited for you i am excited our, for you take lot pictures,
1: oh, video, yeah, a lot of pictures lots of video
2: okay a lot of picture a lot of video i'm the back's going to be nice and loose i i'm going to be unleashing i'm going to be swinging hard while <laughs> we're, we're there but no
1: it's unlike uh, bob, the last is, like 30 rounds you played yeah maybe, you know really I, i've been taking it easy
2: for while, but no it's great for bob to take some vacation and looking forward to hearing all about his uh, his little vacay, and, and he's got quite a travel schedule coming up too, because he's back for a day, and then going right to Quail Hollow for uh, for the President's yes. Cup, and then a little fun trip with our friends from Adidas in BC later on. So there's there's a lot going on.
1: Yes, and I will be making my way to Washington D.C. for the ah. congressional member guest. Oh, wow!
2: So well, well, and where uh, I will when... not
1: be unleashing.
2: <laughs> well, well, and when we played I, your game, I I know you you're a little Ooh, hard, hard on yourself, and you're it's horrible. What? It yeah, looked good.
1: It's not very good right now.
2: Oh, oh
1: yeah. I got okay. to tr- get it sharp between now and then. So there's gotta be some work, you know? So it's funny. We're getting into this <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I listen, indoor practicing is, is fantastic as a substitute for nothing else. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to check some numbers and you want to get fit for some equipment, or you want to check the spin rates on things like drivers or wedges or whatnot, great but there is no substitute no capital n o with a proper range proper golf balls practicing and putting in time in a proper practice environment outside there is no substitute zero and i love my golf club but one of the one of the uh, negatives about being a member at my golf club is we do not have an outdoor practice facility we just have an indoor and again Better than nothing. But when I left Ireland, and speaking of Ireland, we're going to have an Ireland travel special next week on Golf Talk Canada television, which I'm really looking forward to because we had such great positive feedback from the first one. People are still hitting us up on social media about our first Ireland travel special. Excited to bring them a second uh, one, this time Southwest Ireland. When I left Ireland and I played eight days in a row on big, big ballparks, uh, with great practice facilities and had time to hit golf balls and time to play. I mean, by the time I left Ireland, that's the best my game has been in, in over a year. I mean, I was just, the game, I, I, striping it. And as we got home, played less, no practice, no no access to facility. I could, It just went completely off a cliff. And practicing inside, again, hitting it off that fuzzy mat, in in a perfect environment, into a screen. I mean, your ball position gets out of whack. So much gets out of whack. I gotta put some time in on an outdoor range. I might have to call some friends and lean on some favors to some of our friends in the PGA of Canada. Say, hey, can I can I come up there and can I use the facility for an hour? Because uh yeah, no bueno right now. No bueno. So you know, do you agree do you notice a difference? Uh, totally. And, and it's
2: funny you mentioned, you Neil. Know, your ball position gets out of whack. Uh, I find your alignment in general gets out of whack too, because generally speaking, if you're inside at some great world-class indoor facilities, which, which give you every stat in the history of the world that you need to know about mm. every little inkling of your golf swing. But you're just sort of, you're hitting a ball. You're coming back. You're not doing your full routine most of the time. You're not walking for four minutes between a shot. You're sort of, you're, you know, you go, go, go. And I remember before we played the Toronto Hunt, what was that, almost two weeks ago now, I walked out onto the putting green. I was in a full sweat after warming up for 20 minutes. And you know me, I, I, I like to swing hard, but still it's not quite the same as going to play 18 holes of golf and, and that sort of thing. So it, it, it's great to, you know, get warmed up for a, a round perhaps. But if you're really trying to, to groove your swing, an outdoor facility might be a little better, but hey, I, I always say fall golf is my favorite time of golf in the GTA. Courses are in great shape. Maybe you have a couple layers on. Maybe you have a new Adidas hoodie on, perhaps, or maybe some joggers. Who knows? I, you know, I, I love fall fashion. I believe
1: golf, the so. uh, J is silent, Adam. Yager, I'm just The jogger,
2: yes. Yes. <laughs> the Yaramir Yagers, yes.
1: yes well, <laughs> listen, if our friend Dustin Taylor. Uh, beacon hall is listening dustin you might be getting an email (laughs) or a phone call me begging for some range time urgent phone call (laughs) yeah before i head to washington dc to embarrass myself from 7300 on a brutally hard (laughs) blue course at uh, congressional okay Uh, speaking of brutally hard golf courses coil hollow is one of the finest championship layouts we have in fact uh, the traditional home of the Wells Fargo Championship, the Wells Fargo on the PGA Tour, moved to Washington D.C. just for the year at TPC uh, Potomac, uh, so that the so that Quail Hollow Club could get ready for the Presidents Cup. But this is the kind of golf course where you know you can just show up there tomorrow and have a PGA Tour event, and, and you're going to have like you know nine, ten, eleven under win that championship. It is that solid a golf course. Could it be interesting to see the setup? Uh, by Captain Love and what they do to the golf course, uh, move tees up on certain par fives, drivable par four, etc., for an exciting match play environment. We're likely going to see that. Let's start with the international team, uh, Trevor Immelman, Adam Scott, who has said, uh, Adam, that he is uh, feeling the responsibility as the elder statesman and the leader of this team um, to have a good showing. He will lead the way alongside Hideki Matsuyama, Sanjay M., Mito Pereira, Corey Connors, Tom Kim, uh, those are your top six. And following the top six, these are your captain selections: Siwoo Kim. Not a surprise there. I think you and I both anticipated Siwoo Kim. Taylor Penrith, not a real surprise for you and I. You know we we expected it. You know I said to you a couple weeks ago, how do you make an argument for any pick right now playing better than Taylor Penrith? You can't. K.H. Lee, hmm, Sebastian Munoz, hmm, Cameron Davis, hmm, Christian Bezayton, hmm, so there are some head-scratching names here outside of Penrith and Kim, I'm surprised that we don't have a Hughes or a Hadwin added, if not both, how surprised are you at the at these picks? I was definitely more
2: surprised that Hadwin was not on this team. I mean, A, we're definitely biased given we're Canadian, but B, five rookies were were amongst the, the captain selection. So, I mean, when you have five rookies on this team, you're looking for experience. You're going into a... Call it a hostile environment. It's it's the probably ninety five percent of the fans who are going to be there are going to be cheering for the U.S. side. So you'd want some experience of of what it would feel like to be standing on that first tee, which apparently the first tee is just unbelievable. Hearing Davis Love and Trevor illman talk about the the atmosphere, that all the the grandstands that have been set up for that. So you'd want someone who's done it before, who, who's felt those emotions before, That the heart racing, the extra little beat when you're you know playing in front of that many more people, when you're playing for a team versus playing for yourself. So certainly surprised Hadman wasn't on the team. Mackenzie Hughes didn't have his best stuff throughout the, the latter part of the summer, so maybe not so surprised about him. But other than that, I mean, you, you look at some of the other names too. I mean, Mito Pereira, if he had not hit one of the strangest tee shots we saw ever, on the 72nd hole at the PGA Championship. We could be talking about a major champion on this team from this year. Obviously, Cam Smith won, but he has decided not to play and go over to Liv, that sort of thing. So uh, overall, surprise, Hadwin was not on this team, but I guess other than that, not too surprised about the other players.
1: And speaking of experience, we alluded to this before we went to break. This team really decimated right now by Liv Golf. Cameron Smith, Joaquin Neiman, Louis Oosthuizen, Charles Schwartzel, just a handful of players that were President's Cup mainstays that would have been likely part of this team that aren't there as the President's Cup, the PGA Tour and all involved try to create that first team environment that we have come so accustomed to at a Ryder Cup that in, was on just ridiculous full display the last few Ryder Cups Um uh, And we'll see if we get it. I hope we do. A little concerned about the future and the the health of this event. This uh, underdog President's Cup team needs an extremely good showing. Going to be hard for them to win, but it has to be competitive uh, considering all the changes in the global landscape of the game due to the Live Golf Series. Moving on to the U.S. team. Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantley, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau. Uh, a part of this team, along with Kala Murakawa, Jordan Spieth, Kevin Kisner, Billy Horschel, Cameron Young, and Max Homa. This is an absolutely stacked team. Uh, Max Homa, three-time winner. Cameron Young, uh, knocking down the doors, almost winning majors this year. I mean, yes, there's names missing like Reed, the Shambo DJ, but one could argue that they wouldn't even make this team. This team is so competitive; it is that good. DJ hasn't won one on the PGA Tour since November of 2020. I don't know if this team looks any different at all, Adam. Whether uh, live golf exists or not, this is a heavy favorite U.S. squad.
2: Yeah, heavy favorite here. The one surprise I do have though, I mean, is Kevin Kisner. I mean, yes, he's had a decent year and yet he's got this great match play record but why not give you know a sahit tagala a chance why not give davis riley a chance one of these young players coming up like we speculated on golf talk canada a couple weeks ago why not play tiger woods in there i mean the ratings would go through the roof if you have tiger woods playing in this tournament who knows how much golf tiger has been playing i'm sure he's been rehabbing still and trying to strengthen that right leg as much as humanly possible but yeah that kevin kisner captain selection was a little head scratching to me
1: I'm going to say that's the only name on this list that you could insert DJ, insert Reed, insert DeChambeau, et etc. But to my point for the last couple of weeks, insert Woods is the name that really belongs there. Not only for TV ratings, but considering the state of the global game, the way the PGA Tour, uh, the faces of the PGA Tour, the Rory McElroys of the world of you know stepping up, winning the FedEx Cup in, in a time of need, in quotation uh, for golf, for uh, P- for the PGA tour, for their best players to step up and be the best players, I think Tiger Woods is not on this team for one reason and one reason only, Adam. Especially considering his relationship with Davis Love III, which is which is really strong and they're they're friends. Uh, Tiger's not on this team because Tiger told Davis that he didn't want to be, or that he wasn't prepared to be. Because in my opinion, that's the only reason he's not here. If Tiger was prepared to play and felt that he was in a position to play, I bet you he is the 12th man on this team. So we will see. On the other side, we're going to pick up Fortinet Cup Talk. Jake Knapp, he leads the way. The man on top, what kind of pressure is he carrying on his shoulders into the season finale in Deer Ridge? We'll chat with him next. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay and play.
1: Welcome back. It's golf talk game. It is Latino. It is Scully. And we're going to talk a little Fortnite Cup as it all wraps up. We've been talking a lot of PGA Tour Canada today as the season comes to a crescendo. Deer Ridge Kitchener, the Fortnite Cup championship. And Jake Knapp. Leads the way. He is the man on top. Taking that lead into the final event. A few weeks ago, the winner of the CRMC Championship. That was the event south of the border in Minnesota. But he's happened to add four top tens as well this season. Some really strong play. And he joins us now. Jake. Uh, first off, thanks for taking the time to do this. You you're kind of in the spot you want to be, heading into the final championship. So much on the line. How are you feeling right now? Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling nervous? You just trying to take it one day at a time?
7: Yeah. Um thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Um but yeah, I'm uh I'm looking forward to this week. I wouldn't say I'm nervous uh, necessarily. I think I'm uh I'm excited to get the week going. Um you know, it feels like you're kind of playing with with house money at this point. I mean, you know that you're, you know, my corn fairy cards locked up for next year. Now it's just a matter of what kind of, what kind of starts you're going to get. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this week and getting it going on Thursday.
2: So Jake, it's been a great season for you overall, like Mark mentioned, to win four top tens. What are some of the reasons you think that you've had such a good year so far?
7: Um, I mean, I've had success up here before and in, uh, in 2019 and, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm comfortable up here and then, you know, I, I think the main thing also is I really want to get back onto the corn ferry and eventually on the PGA tour. So, um, you know, it's definitely been, been a driving force behind practicing and everything else for the last, last year or this year. Um, but I haven't, I haven't really changed anything necessarily. Um, just kind of gone out and stayed super patient this year. I, you know, most of the courses or some of the courses we played this year were new and I've never seen them before. So, um, yeah, just kind of being patient, waiting for some good weeks, and luckily in Minnesota was finally able to to get a win a little bit late, and then and then played solid last week. So um, yeah, it's just been it's just been a good, solid year.
1: So Jake, you mentioned you hadn't changed anything, and that was going to be my next question: is you know was there a part of your game that elevated this year? Whether it's putting, keeping it in the fairway more proximity to the hole, uh, you know, was there something that got elevated? Even though you mentioned you didn't do any kind of physical changes. Or, to your point, is this just a comfort thing? The word comfort keeps popping into my mind because you say, hey, you know, I've had success up here before. I feel or I expect to do well. You kind of have the attitude of, hey, I, you know, I expect to go back to the Corn Ferry Tour to, and, and make my way to the PGA Tour. So, was it more an attitudinal change?
7: Yeah, I think it's more, I think it's more, you know, attitude. I mean, I think, you know, um, it's definitely one of those things where I know I can win out here. I, I won twice in 2019, so, um, you know, I know that I have the ability to win on to win on this tour, and, you know, I think I have the ability to compete and win on the next level as well. So, um, yeah, I think that was a big part of it. I mean, obviously, you know, you work on certain parts of your game to make improvements and everything, and you're really trying to overall just become a more rounded player. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think it was just attitude, you know, coming up here, knowing that, you know, at some point I'm going to have – a good week or multiple good weeks it's just a matter of letting it happen um and yeah I had some good finishes early and i knew if i if i was able to sneak a win in that i was going to catapult me up you know close to the top or to the top so happy to be in the, the position now but yeah i think it was i think it was mainly just attitude this year just coming up here and, and knowing that i can win and just going out and doing it
2: now you mentioned before that you did spend some time on the corn Ferry tour in last year specifically how much has your game developed and changed over the last year?
7: Um, Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think, you know, I was, I kind of, I just really honestly struggled um, when I got out there the first time for 2020 and 2021. I, uh, it was kind of that wraparound um, COVID season. So everything just kind of happened really fast. I wasn't playing too well. Um, You know, I didn't really feel like I I was doing the right things necessarily. So it was nice to have a little off season this year and, um, get to work on my game. Didn't necessarily play as many mini tour events and whatnot during the off season. And took a little downtime just to just to try and get better and get back to the way I do things. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I'm kind of back to playing my style of golf and um, doing what's best for me. And it's it's really worked out so far this summer.
1: Uh, Jake, before we uh, let you go and wish and, and wish you luck, I'm just curious. You know, from our perspective, sitting on on this side of the desk. Uh, both tours are kind of go low tours. you got to make a lot of birdies and and, and make a lot of low scores, whether it's PGA Tour Canada, whether it's Corn Ferry Tour. From a setup position from our side, you know, the setups don't look very uh, different in terms of how a tournament's prepped. Uh, Unlike maybe a PGA Tour event where we know setups can be a lot different, you know, some weeks on the PGA Tour you know, uh, guys show up going 800 par is going to win this thing, or 600 par is going to win this thing. So uh, are those thoughts accurate a and b if they are accurate what in your in your definition or, or in your mind what would be the biggest difference between the corn ferry tour and pga tour canada or or other than per size is there any difference
7: yeah um, i i mean i think in terms of course setup from corn ferry to canada it's not a huge difference i mean i think i think in general professional golf changes a lot from week to week cuz even you'll see like you said on the on the PGA Tour, you'll get some weeks where the winning score is 28 under, and other weeks where it's nine under, or 12 under. So, um, some courses just play tougher, you know. And some, you know, they want it to play tougher. Others, they kind of want to see more birdies and more excitement. But I think that the PGA Tour, I think as a whole, I think their pin locations get more difficult. Um, the greens are usually faster and firmer. The roughs a lot longer. Um, so it just tends to be more penal if you hit poor golf shots, but corn fairy in canada in my own opinion I, I don't think are a huge difference when it comes to course setup um but i do think maybe the the style of courses can change a bit on the on the uh the corn Ferry tour um you, know, you can play a lynx course one week and then a tree line course the next which we do a little bit in canada but since we don't play as many events we don't see as many different style courses um but i, I do think the main difference just in between the uh, corn in, in Canada is just just like the depth of field. You know, I think uh, the top top twenty or thirty players in Canada are really really good, and then I think, you know, corn ferry you can kind of double that or triple that. Um, you know, you have sixty or ninety guys who can who can win every single week on the corn ferry, and um, and out here is the same way. I mean, obviously you've seen a lot of different guys win out here and play well, um, but I just think if anything, it's just depth of field. And then obviously the PJ Tour, you have the the cream of the crop.
1: Well, Jake, you are the cream of the crop as we head to the finals. You are the man on top of the 60 that head to Deer Ridge this week uh, as the chase for the Fortnite Cup will come to a conclusion. So thanks for taking the time to do this with us. Congratulations all already on, on a great season. It is gravy week for you, and uh, who knows, maybe you walk out with the whole thing. So good luck to you, and enjoy your week in Kitchener.
7: I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you very much.
1: Jake Thank Knapp you. headed to Deer Ridge trying to win the Fortnite Cup on the other side. We're going to do winners. We're to what? Three dub. This is GTC.
0: This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Experience the iconic Cadillac sedans and SUVs in a personalized live video tour with all your questions answered in real time. Book your tour at Cadillac.live.
1: Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zucchino Scully with you. All right, it is that time, and there was no shortage. Trust me, with a week off, we could have gone almost anywhere, and winners were to what? Three dub, and this week, Adam, the tee is yours. 3.48. Oh.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, that is sweet. Okay, Mark, my winner this week is actually a pair of winners. And these two players were playing uh, their college teammates playing a practice round out in Massachusetts uh, for Holy Cross. And over the last week, they were playing together in a practice round. And one of them made an albatross. You think, well, that's amazing. An albatross and a par five. Don't don't see that very often. Then what happens? The next shot is playing or playing partner i guess same thing a pair of albatrosses on the same hole for christian emrick and owen egan a senior and they they both made albatross one with an eight iron it was a, a 494 yard par five and the other with a gap wedge so a pretty good uh, cutting the corner so a, a bomb off the tee i guess if you will but Two albatrosses on the same hole. Have you ever made an albatross,
1: Mark? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, un, first of all, unbelievable, right? Just shocking. Uh, I made an, alba, an albatross just over a year ago. The only one That's I've right. ever made in my life. Yeah. It was a par 5 fifth Toronto Hunt Club from 188 with a 6 iron. And uh, that was my uh, the only albatross of my life. Uh I've come close a couple times, but the odds are, the odds are astronomically higher than a hole in one in albatross. The odds yeah. are way higher, so uh, pretty cool. And uh, but good, congratulations to them. Like the odds of it happening twice in the same round, round like unbelievable. The two different players, incredible.
2: Same round, same hole, next shot, <clears throat> unreal performance uh, from these two. And uh, congratulations uh, to both of them. Okay, my weird this week. Whenever everyone plays golf, we use ball markers on the green, and you know a lot of golf courses now come out with these cool poker chips with their logo on them. Yeah. I actually use one from Valderrama that after playing there last year, that's, sort of, that's my go-to ball marker, or I ha- also have one uh, that I use a lot from Royal Portrush or Goat Hill when we went and played a couple of years ago. And you only, you only made 10 birdies in 18 holes. I mean, <laughs> why'd you have to stop at 10? Anyways, uh, there was a tournament going on, a program where a number of NHL players were playing, including Ryan O'Reilly, who's the uh, St. Louis Blues captain. And he was uh, going to mark his ball. And instead of pulling out a coin or maybe a tee out of his pocket, what does he do? He pulled out his fake front tooth and used it as a ball marker. And people are going, what is going on? But yeah, (laughs) imagine that, a fake, the false tooth.
1: Pulling out one of your front tooth, using it as a ball marker—that's like that is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. I've seen crazy things as ball markers. That's insane. I mean, I, he must—he you know, must do this. Must be like his regular shtick, right? Waits for the right group and the right time, yanks it out. Unbelievable. First of all, it's disgusting if he puts it back <laughs> in too. Absolutely oh, yeah. disgusting. That is just bizarre. Skulls.
2: Yeah, certainly uh, disgusting. And I I have to give him a shout out because in my past life, I actually played with Ryan O'Reilly and I saw him do this a couple of times, not playing golf per se, but just taking out the tooth and showing off the the hockey smile, I I guess, if you will. So a little disgusting, not quite as TMI as the Scotty Scheffler bit from a couple of weeks ago, which which got a lot of play on social media.
5: The
1: lower back (laughs) injury.
2: The lower back (laughs) injury. Soreness injury, whatever that was. Ryan <laughs> O'Reilly, that that that's certainly a a weird one. Okay, my what this week Cameron Smith won the players' championship earlier this year, the flagship PGA tour event, of course, and taking home a cool $3.6 million. And what what comes from that is a parking spot with the past players championship winner you get a nice front and center parking spot when you go and play and practice at tpc sawgrass but as a result of going over to live that parking spot is now no longer for cameron smith so no more parking spot for cameron smith after going over to live what were your thoughts on that mark
1: well, it doesn't surprise me, and it also doesn't surprise me if he's looking for a new place to play golf and practice. Because even before the last wave of players left, when the first crop of players uh, left for live, rightfully or wrongfully, regardless of what side of the fence you you land on, this uh, Bob and I both uh, in the same week heard uh, stories, rumors, etc of U.S. players and, uh, and, and international players that joined Live, that were no longer invited to be members of their golf clubs, that were looking for new places to play golf in, in uh, Florida, Arizona, etc. So Adam, parking spot doesn't surprise me.
2: Well, I guess for those new players who uh, aren't uh, welcome back to the new courses, they have enough money now, so just get a membership uh, somewhere <laughs> else and, and buy your way into a, a different club. Okay, that's it for me, Mark. Now the T is
0: yours. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to... want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
1: All right, the truth, Adam, is I'm cheating. I've got two oh. winners this week. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm cheating. Wow. Podrick Harrington, okay? He just won his third event on uh, Champions Tour. Third event in seven starts. Look at this performance from uh, from Harrington in his last seven. He's got a win, a second, a third, a tie for 14th, a win, a tie for fourth, and a win. Basically, every time he puts a ball on the ground, he threatens to win. Three of seven, exceptional f- play from Podrick Harrington as PJ Tour champion season is still continuing. But the reason I got to cheat this week, Corn Ferry Tour wrapped up last week. Our friend Michael Glickick back to the PGA Tour full status. Got back his PGA Tour card. Ended up finishing fifth in the top twenty-five of the Corn Ferry Tour standings at the end of the Corn Ferry Tour se- season. Well done to Michael.
2: Well done to Michael, and and great to bounce back the way he did to to perform well under an immense amount of pressure to get back on the PGA Tour. And to go to Padraig Harrington, I mean, we've seen his ball speeds, his club head speeds going through the roof, in, ball speeds in the 180s for a yeah. guy who, playing PGA Tour champions, it's remarkable the work ethic he has, and kudos for this great stretch of golf he's currently playing.
1: Absolutely insane. Speaking of insane, what about the week of Ian Poulter's at the BMW? And, and listen, I'm trying to, you know, unless somebody deserves to be called out for just horrible behavior, uh, and just doing idiotic things, and I would do that whether they're on the PGA tour, or whether they're playing on live, or whether they're playing on the moon. If you deserve to be called out, we're going to call you out, right? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying not to, to, to I'm trying to just be fair, uh, whenever possible. Adam, uh, Ian Poulter, a bizarre week, and I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know what to, how to understand this. So, listen. You're being invited. You're oh, sorry. You're currently allowed to play in the DP World Tour because the court case is pending. Keith Pelley asks, asks the live players uh, to please not wear their their live gear. They do anyway. Keith Pelley does not put them in, in in TV marquee groups. Does not uh, uh, allow them to play in the pro am. By the way, the pro am that's not a. That's not a loss. These guys don't want to no. play in the program. That's a win yeah. for them. Okay. Uh, then Billy Horschel with some sharp comments. Poulter then uh, with with words with Billy Horschel on the putting green. You know, we couldn't get close enough to find out what they were saying, but it obviously looked heated to some degree. Then we get to the first tee, and Poulter's getting booed. <laughs> they were booing him, you know, in his home country. In their marquee event on the European tour, so much to, to dive into here, Adam. I don't know, like, why you, Why do you want to be there? Is the if you're Ian e. Poulter, is a question mark? Why do you want to be there if you're any of the players? Um, I mean, it, it's just it's just so thus why it's my weird. I mean, it's just so awkward from start to finish. It's like being the it's like being the ex girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, or the ex-wife invited to the new wedding.
2: That's a very interesting way to put it. But yeah, for Ian Poulter, I mean, one reason, one reason only, world ranking points. It has to be, right? And for all these players saying they've supported the DP World Tour for all these years, when you go to live, you're taking all this – we think guaranteed money and now you're going over and you're just simply doing it for the world ranking points because you still want to play in the majors. If you can qualify for them, that that has to be the only reason that he truthfully was heading over and playing last week.
1: And to continue on this theme and my, and my what this week, you know, in a, in a bizarre week that was already even that kept getting crazier. You know, first off, first off, we've got the live drama. We've got the players arguing with each other in press conferences. We've got players wearing uh, live garments that they've asked not to play. We've got players being booed in a golf tournament that isn't the Ryder Cup. Then the Queen passes. We shut down the golf tournament and take full 24 hours away from the golf tournament. On top of all of that, to my point of calling people out when they deserve it, Adam, Sergio Garcia, I mean, no class at all. An absolutely classless performance from Sergio Garcia. Takes a spot in the BMW Championship, a much-needed spot by a lot of players still playing for their livelihood on the DP World Tour. He shoots 76 and gags it in the opening round. He then withdraws giving no reason as to why the WD, I'll tell you the WD, he shot 76, he doesn't care, and he was having a miserable time. There's nothing wrong with him. He shows up the next day at an Alabama-Texas football game with his wife all over social media. No shame, no class, just brutal. I'm glad that social media and the entire golf world collectively ripped him apart. And he deserves to be ripped. And anyone who does this, regardless of what tour they play on, PGA, Corn Ferry, etc., when you got all the money in the world and you take a spot in a golf tournament that you don't even want to be part of, don't like the way you play and walk away. I mean, classless, Adam. Totally classless.
2: Yeah, totally, totally classic a class list, I should say, uh, for, for Sergio Garcia. And like you mentioned, giving, taking away a spot from a player, you know, trying to get their card, trying to, you know, make it to next year on the DP World Tour and to not give a reason for the withdrawal and to show up and be on the sidelines of the college football game. Certainly not, not a great time, not a great week if you're Sergio Garcia.
1: It just simply means I'm better than you. I think I'm better than you. The rules don't apply to me, and I just don't care. Mm. That's what that says. Mm. All right, on the other side, uh, we will get to some leaderboards. And, man, there was a ton of golf in the world. We'll just get you updated on GTC schedule moving forward. We've got a travel special coming up. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management, was brought to you by Cadillac. Cadillac, experience the iconic Cadillac sedans and SUVs in a personalized live video tour with all your questions answered in real time. Book your tour at Cadillac.live. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Tour 360-22. Tour 360-22 sits on the feet you wear last, serving as the foundation for the all-new Tour 360 fit, while the new direct-injected Spike More traction system will help golfers stay locked in.
1: Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. It's Aquino Scully. As we wrap up today's show, let's take a look at some leaderboard updates uh, from the world of golf. Uh, brought to you by Bushnell Golf, the number one rangefinder in all of golf. Go to bushnellgolf.com for your rangefinder and GPS needs on the DP World Tour. We discussed it off the top of today's show. Shane Lowry with the victory, 17 under par, a one-shot victory over Rory McIlroy and John Rahm at 16 under. Rahm with the closing 62. The event shortened to 54 holes due to the death of Queen Elizabeth II. A stacked field here at Wentworth in England as the race to Dubai and the season of uh, DP World Tour continues here. And we'll try to stay on top of it for you here on Golf Talk Canada. The LPGA Tour, the Kroger Queen City Championship. Allie Ewing gets it done. Uh, she gets the one-shot victory. Going down the leaderboard here, you'll find Brooke Henderson in a T18 position. Also, Maud Ami, LeBlanc, and Alina Sharp in a tie for 24. So, good representation by Team Canada this week on the LPGA Tour. And on the Champions Tours, the race to the Charles Schwab Cup continues as the Champions Tour season Podrick Harrington uh, gets it done, 14 under par. You heard it in winners' weird and what? It's his third win his last seven starts to one shot win over the Tiger Killer Y.E. Yang. <laughs> we should mention the Bernard Longer, 11 under par, only three off the pace, and Longer shot his age this week in a PGA Tour Champions Ooh. event. Incredible performance still by the man who continues to beat Father Time, Bernard Longer. Now. As of uh, next week, well, next week we took a little hiatus from TV, just a little break. This week we have a Golf Dot Canada Ireland travel special. It is a Southwest Iron travel special. We're going to take you on the lower uh, loop of Ireland, one of my favorites in the world. Uh, In fact, it might be my absolute favorite in the world. We had such great response from our Initial Golf Talk Canada Ireland Travel Special, which was for the North, which we did back in 2019. Um, I mean, this time around, I think people are going to love it just as much. We still get hit up on social media. I think we've got that show posted, most of it actually, up on our YouTube channel Mm -hmm. if you want to check it out. But watch this week, later on this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, TSN TV will be running our uh, Southwest Ireland travel special. Then next week, we'll return for what will be our final show, really, of the season until we come back in December for our year review special, which will be a President's Cup preview show. As next week, the President's Cup takes place at Quail Hollow. Also, this Wednesday, we're kicking off a new TSN Edge season as the Fortnite Cup, uh, the Fortnite T- Challenge uh, in Napa. On The PGA Tour kicks off the 22-23 season. This is the last ever wraparound season of the PGA Tour. We will never do this again as next year moving forward, these fall series of events will be for the players on the PGA Tour that did not qualify for the playoffs. So these will be for people trying to improve their position moving into the new season and uh, and secure their cards and things of that nature. We're still waiting on details of what the fall will look like next year on the PGA Tour, but it will not be a wraparound season. So these tournaments will look very different next year. So this will be the last time we ever kick off a PGA Tour season in the latter half of the previous calendar year. And I'll get started. So Bob, Adam, and I, TSN Edge, look for social media. Look at Golf Talk Canada on Instagram and Twitter and TSN Edge. On Instagram and Twitter, as we kick off our brand new Edge Pick season on the PGA Tour, as of October first, Golf Talk Canada Radio moves to one hour every Monday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on TSN 1050 IR Radio for our listeners in Edmonton, TSN.ca. One hour now every uh, every Monday, starting October first until January 23rd where we will kick off season 13 of Golf Talk Canada as we will move back to two hours every Monday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, every Monday. And we will also have a monster announcement on January the 23rd about our new season, season 13 and Golf Talk Canada in 2023. It, It is official as of now, but we cannot tell you until we kick off the new year so we have a monster announcement to kick off our new season in 2023 season 13. adam big week for you sir as you are going on a golf trip of a lifetime tell us a little bit about it
2: yeah totally this has been rescheduled twice because of covid we are off to pebble beach on thursday with my father and another father son good friends of ours we're playing Pebble Beach, Spyglass, and Spanish Bay. So Friday at 12.20 Pacific Time, 3.20 Eastern Time, wherever you are in the world. I just know that I will be teeing off at Pebble Beach that, uh, that time. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Trying to get the game in somewhat decent form for it. I've been looking at the forecast repeatedly and so far so good. Knock on wood, cross your fingers, cross everything in your body. The weather is good. Hopefully our golf clubs make it in one piece. But yeah, we are there from Thursday to Sunday and then flying back on a red eye. And then I'll be here with you on Golf Talk Canada Radio next Monday morning on about one hour of sleep. A lot of adrenaline, a lot of caffeine, and we'll have a full recap of what will be the trip of a lifetime.
1: Full recap of your trip to Pebble, full recap of uh, the new season of the PGA Tour, the Fortnite Championship down in Napa Valley, and a full preview of the President's Cup. Adam had an amazing time. Follow Adam on social media and golf.can if you want to see Pebble Beach in all its beauty in the Monterey Peninsula. Also, again, our edge picks kicking off. Bob is in Paris and London having some vacation time. He's back for President's Cup, heading down to Quail Hollow next week. I'll be heading to Washington, D.C. for the congressional member guest uh, at the Blue Course and Gold Course. Really looking forward to that. So uh, still lots happening here on GTC. And, uh, Adam, we got to do some uh, homework. Hey. As the defending champion, Max Homa, in the field, that is, your pre- that is I think, the marquee name, yeah. defending his championship. One of three victories last season on the PGA Tour. Where will we go? To kick off, and I've got some big shoes to fill here, Adam. I mean, I don't know if I can be able to repeat what I just did in the season eight victories over a thousand under par. I Not mean, I I don't know. The bar's a little high for for my for yours truly <laughs> here. I'm a I'm a little concerned. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Adam, have a great time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Safe travels. That. Thank, Thank you, you so much, everyone, for listening. Have a wonderful week, and remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet.
0: This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Tour 360 22. Tour 360 22 sits on the feet you wear last, serving as the foundation for the all-new Tour 360 fit, while the new direct-injected Spike More traction system will help golfers stay locked in